Welcome back to Paper Trails. It's your boys, Mohammed and Sharks. And yeah, today we're going to be talking a bit more about what content we've been consuming lately, um, what's been inspiring us, just to get a bit of that, that energy going around, you know? Right, damn right. What are we about this season? Aesthetic yes. productivity. Yes. Yeah, damn, right? Yes. What was that? Now, we said that, what, last week? We said it in the last couple of episodes, no? <laughs> but well, no, no, should we, we, should we complete? Week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now, so... This season, we want to share more about yeah. like what we've been consuming and, and, and what's been inspiring us because that's the whole perspective that we've been trying to aim for since we started this. Yeah, it's right. not just about reading books, um, talking about creativity nonstop. Absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> like, you can't always just produce, produce, produce. Mm. So like, you've got to naturally consume things in your environment to, to get back into like creating as well. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that we actually, we didn't talk about in the Ali Abdal episode, mm. but he talked about um like getting into environments where like grass nature like that's actually energizing oh, yeah, for you yeah, yeah. um so, and like and like he, we didn't talk about it as well he had like a list of energizing things mm. and a list of things that you think are energizing but they're actually energizing like just sitting around watching netflix all day yeah um like for me i'm naturally introverted but massively over the last two years maybe i would say mm. like massively if i go out and see friends like i feel so much better yeah oh, that's adorable, whereas before man. i was i was Appalling! I was like, yeah. oh, I can't be bothered, man. Damn. Yeah, I was appalling. I was appalling. Yeah, I actually really get energized now. Like, like I don't know what's changing me, yeah. but I come out of. Nah, you know what? It's just being more human. That's what it is, yeah. man. You said before, man, I was a bit of animal before. Like I said before, you was that whispering shadow <laughs> corner guy. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah, back in the day, like I had a couple of nicknames in it. Yeah, like from friends in it. So, <laughs> One friend that like, I went to secondary school with, I walked with him every day, yeah. 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 About it, yeah. Um, he, he used to call me lazy mo. Lazy. I would never come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I came lanky mo. I was like, oh, God. that's crazy. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a great, crazy group yeah, spot, right? Yeah, yeah, So, like, uh, the funny thing is, I hated the lazier one. Like, the <laughs> lazier one made me feel really bad. Damn. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I'm not lazy. I've, I've never been lazy. Yeah. But because I never came out. That is true. You, you weren't really, like, obviously, your younger brother was a bit more yeah, yeah, free 100%. and outgoing. Than, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? You, it was, you find you on the attic. That's where I used to find you on the computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? After you've been roaming the streets of rootscaping, you know? Yeah. The big factor about that is, is my family. I come yeah. from a big family. I'm the yeah, oldest yeah. boy, right? Because yeah. so, like, I had a lot of responsibility. At home, mm. I just felt like I didn't have time for friends, yeah, yeah. and I was always in my grind mode. Like I was never happy with my life, yeah. like growing up. <laughs> so I was like, I need to grind, you know. Like I ain't got time. I was on, I ain't got time for no friends from, from young, it was bro. On that level, yeah. yeah. That like, bro, time. I was in, I was in yeah. primary school talking about that. <laughs> my mom's. My mom said to me, "Yo, how can we ever bring your friends over? <laughs> I ain't got time." Let's go make this money. Huh? Yeah, yeah, like, man, using vouchers to get milk. <laughs> Talking about friends. I'll tell about my mom, man. You gotta get up. Out of here. <laughs> so yeah, man, like that's why I was on. Like yeah, I was yeah. genuinely on that. Yeah. Like secondary school and college. Like so, mm. I was genuinely on that. Like all the time. So I feel like that kind of embedded into my into myself. And yeah. When I started working full time, like. Back when, I, back when I was 19, right? Mm. Um, I was also, like, I, just, I genuinely didn't have time because I was always packing myself. Yeah. My calendar was so much stuff. So 
when I felt like I wanted to go out with friends and stuff, mm. like uh, it would genuinely make me feel like, oh, I'm missing out on something else, like all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why I, like, I limited that a lot. Yeah. So I felt really bad about that over the years because I, like, I did fade away from some friends, mm. which is sad. Like I want to rekindle some of those friendships as well. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, the last couple of years, I've been really conscious about that. I think like I got married and then I realized like yo I gotta be more social by force now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Nah, of course. I've got of someone someone I'm living with permanently. So that was a factor. Yeah. Um, so like in the beginning I was a lot, I was a lot like yo like oh, I can't bother when I'm working I gotta do this and then, like, yeah. I've got to find time with family friends mm. I've got time for find time for in laws. So I really didn't enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like over the last couple of years, I've been trying to come to terms with that. Like, yo, what's the point of like just feeling negative about that all the mm. time? Minute, like, there's no point because you're gonna have to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and true. like, when you get to the point of actually doing it, like, it doesn't feel as bad as it is. So, yeah. like, I've, I've been really focusing on that. So, like, yeah, it, like I went out with the in-laws the other night, for example, and like that was very spontaneous. Like, I finished working and I just went with them. Yeah. And then, like in the beginning, I was like, oh, I can't go. But then, I, then I was like, yo, you need to fix up. Like, end of the day, like you're here. You're already doing it. Why yeah. are you gonna complain why, about why it? Why would you not enjoy it now? Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed myself at the end of the night. I was at the end of the night. saying to myself, <laughs> <laughs> "Wasn't that bad? <laughs> Food yeah. was good." That's what it is, man. This is that. This is that aesthetic productivity, man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, now, right. yeah, I'm trying to really like spend more time communicating yeah. with friends and like socializing a bit more. Um, had a couple. Of, a couple more trips with friends mm. um, and family, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. That's kind of energizing me a bit more this yeah. year. You know? um, but yeah, what about yourself? How, how you find like uh, communicating, socializing? I feel like you're more reachable these days. You know, <sighs> I mean, to be fair, I think I've kind of always been reachable. Oh. No, not not so much phone calls. You guys watch? Um, if you if you watch the boys, yeah, and you you see Black Noir. And nah. I literally, there was literally one year where I, I changed his name on my phone <laughs> to Black Noir. And I changed the picture of it because yeah. he'd, he'd never pick up his phone. Nah, nah, you know what? The, the phone call is an interesting one. But I feel like, I feel like I, I've you kind of been more brother? sociable in, in, uh, in person. Yeah. You know, in, in person, it's, it's a completely different kind of thing. I feel like, because um, now I feel further away from everyone, you know? Well, ostracized, but then again, everyone's kind of grown up. Because you mean fell away from someone? Like in terms of like when I moved house, because the where I used to live before, <laughs> everyone would just, it would just be a flipping community youth yeah, center yeah. in my house, you know. But then after the now, <laughs> you said that. But now no one wants to come to house them, you yeah, know, which makes it. sense. <laughs> my friend had this uh, this car window smashed into, it and then your bag got robbed. You know what my I mean? bag, yeah. Cause his bag with my laptop in it. My expensive laptop. laptop. Oh yeah, that's what you care about. Huh? Yeah, I'm serious, <laughs> right? I don't care about the old beer. Yeah, nah, so that that's so obviously like, oh, it makes sense. Oh man, your, your car got crashed. <laughs> that's my laptop. <laughs> yeah, I heard about the laptop. Like, yeah, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. That was a, that was a, that was a tough one, man. That guy took the look. Yeah, that was wild. That was a dark, dark that, time. That's the funny thing. That's the biggest loss that occurred in that situation. Yeah. Because the car window isn't that expensive to replace, you know? Yeah. But his bag had his old uni stuff. You can self study nowadays. <laughs> hey, turn it back into the, the shadow whispering yeah, book. Like. <laughs> but uh, so like I felt like um to say ostracized is actually not the one. That's word, a bit crazy. Yeah, man. That's a bit wild. Guy, um, guy got exiled from his tribe, you know. <laughs> but uh it was, so it was kind of a, a, a weird kind of thing. Um I feel like 
on 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 the on calls and stuff like that. I haven't just been. I I've never been that great. Mm. Um, and it's not like even. Well, neither pl- have I. I've never been. Yeah, there. but I feel like you're better. You're more reachable than let's say me. Um, That's what I'm saying, Black Noir. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. It's not like it's, it's a personal thing. It's just kind of. I know it's not a personal thing. It's just I don't I, know. I, I, I picked up on that, bro. Yeah. So it's just kind <laughs> it of. It was a personal thing. I'd have been offended a long yeah, time ago, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I can't. Mate. It's never, never that. But so that's what. <laughs> that's the funny thing. I feel like me reaching out to you. Mm. There's more. There's more. Like, not respect, but I feel like there's more emphasis on. Okay, I should probably pick up. For I feel like you probably yeah. have me in a higher regard than some other friends yeah, because no. of we do inspire. And no, of stuff. course, of course, of course. So I feel like for my other friends, they're trying to contact you is even worse. I'm never here for you. <laughs> <laughs> when they only see me in person, they're like, "Yo, what the hell happened to you?" You know what I mean? Like, but I don't get that feeling in person. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Of course, in person, it's a whole different, different kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was I saying? Something about black people. What? What? I don't nah. know, but <laughs> nah, but uh, so I think for me, I was just kind of more on the sociable aspect. I'm a lot better in in thing, and I've 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 never I've always kind of felt energized by when we've linked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I I've I haven't suffered before from a friendship kind of burnout kind of thing because, like I said, like in my house, everyone would be there. Mm-hmm. Like I'd wake up and then. Everyone's just having breakfast, and then they, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's no milk." And I'm like, ah, "Fair enough." And <laughs> then I'll nice go family. get bread. Yeah, it's just my friends telling me this. They're like, "I try to go get bread." They're like, "Oh, you know, your younger brother's going to go get." Yeah. And like, I friends, so I just have to wait for for things to. So like from the night to like the morning, everyone was someone just always around kind of thing. So I never mm-hmm. like have a social kind of uh, a burnout thing. Like mm-hmm. I, if anything, it proper energizes. Um, Mm-hmm. Everything, yeah. So we're talking about that because we're gonna talk about like what inspires you, right? Mm. What have you been like consuming lately, like the last couple of months? You know, lately that um, it's been very hard for me to like binge watch things. It's me been too. hard for me for a while now. But uh, one thing that I've been but binge watching thing, is is binge watching healthy. I mean, I don't know. Sh- should it be something like we should, we're, we're happy that we're binge watching? Yeah, I mean it's not normal. That's for sure. It like is I said, normal it's for of the when you talk about now, normality, it is normal though. Now, now because the internet is. But before, I remember like pr- Prison Break was mm-hmm. like crack, mm-hmm. right for me. But I had to wait. I remember it was like every Sunday that it would come on, and I'd have to wait for the next Sunday. And yeah. I think maybe that made it better. Um, but now the fact that I can be like, oh, I'll just come back for the show, like whenever the hell I want. You can watch anything, 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 anytime. It's crazy. Um, but one thing, so it's been hard. I remember the last thing that I proper binge watched like years ago, which was like Suits, then actually Game of Thrones, to be fair. And then um, Killing Eve. I never watched it. Yeah, but I mean, I've it's checked on... It's one of the on, ones I wrote off just from looking at it. Nah, I checked on, on Reddit that um, apparently season three or four is garbage, but on on Disney, they only have like the first two seasons. Okay. So I've just been watching that. So I mean... The first season, like, I've there's only like eight episodes assigned, and pff, what's been uh, keeping wow, it's just um, firstly, it's done by a great writer that I admire, Phoebe Waller Bridge, um, okay. the one I did Fleabag. So, I that yeah, that was that was also a film, stuff. or it's just... no, it's like a, it's like a series, I think okay. there's only like two seasons as well, okay. Um, she kind of like just does these short kind of things. I think it was like a book that was uh, she's adapted. Um, but yeah, so it's about this crazy serial killer. Not serial killer. She's actually like a hit, hit, hit man. Hit man. 
hit woman. Um, assassin. Uh, yeah, assassin. And then she is, and then there's Eve, which is like part of the MI6 and whatnot. And then they, they're like, she's doing cases, she's killing, and then they're kind of like slowly finding each other, but then they both kind of admire each other's work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a moment where she, I just want to really, she's about to kill someone and then she sees Eve in the toilet. This is when the first character's, and she's always changing her identities, yeah. Right. So Eve doesn't know who she is yeah. and she doesn't know who Eve is, but they kind of know of each other. Mm-hmm. And then she just looks at her and then just kind of goes off to kill someone. You Why know? do you just have a nemesis like that? Yeah. And then eventually they, they're coming closer and closer because now the killer is also a psychopath. She likes this kind of stuff. Yeah, so she's now found out where Eve lives mm-hmm. um, in some crazy way. And then she sent her gifts and clothes and stuff. And she knows it's from that girl. And now she's... And then so then eventually they kind of meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they meet, there's this like sort of more respect than there is sort animosity. of... Yeah, animosity. Because uh, the Eve girl, she's kind of tapped because she kind of is like, wow, this is an intriguing way to kill someone, you know? Um, and the other one's obviously a psychopath. So yeah. they, and then I was like, wow, this is. They're both challenging each other. They're both challenging each yeah. other. And then um, season one kind of ends to spoil it for whoever's listening. Um, do you even want to watch this? Should I, say, should I tell I you? I ain't going to watch it. All right, cool. So, <laughs> so then what happens is they, they, they meet again in, in France, right? Because the girl lives in Paris. And yeah. then. Um, they're like talking and everyone thinks, oh, maybe they'll like kick it off, you know, it'll be pals or something. Because yeah. she's trying to leave the assassin world and whatever. Right. And, and this and that. And then Opposite happens. Eve stabs her. And then she takes it as, oh, she must really like me. What? She's a psychopath. So then the next season kicks off like that. And then I was like, wow. And then uh so now I'm kind of like into the third episode <clears throat> of the second season. And yeah, I was like, that was just some How is it inspiring stuff. then? Well, to kill so you're people. just enjoying it. Um, In nah, what way, the writing. I think it's it's that, like I said, I think especially with the Phoebe, right? If we talk about the writer, is she acting as well. She's, she's not acting. Like, okay. nah, nah, nah. She's not like Lin Manuel Miranda. That guy yeah. will put himself right in the middle of the <laughs> main character. Would you she, do that? Would you huh? ever do that? If you ever made a series, like it depends. It, it depends if I if I can almost act out the like Stanley, uh, but. Like, no, but like, for example, she was like, I can't do this. And she probably couldn't do the parts that these girls are doing. Mm-hmm. So she's taking herself out of Berlin is like the most handsome character. He'll write up, but he's like, yep, that's me. I'm <laughs> going to be, <laughs> doesn't cast cool no one, you know? Um, but like, yeah, so she, her, her style of writing is like very good in terms of bringing that drama, but then adding that comedy aspect kind of to it. And I feel like if I was ever writing a script or something like that, or like a book, I kind of want, that humor around it mm-hmm. and um like like i said even donald glover he is he admires her work in being able to bring the comedy into the drama rather than like here's a joke here's a joke here's a joke here's yeah, a joke yeah. this is just a comedy show you know yeah, yeah. so yeah is there anything else it's like other than that outside I, of shows uh any games you've been playing nah i ain't been <clears> playing <throat> games like that to be fair um well, it has been. I feel like there is something, but I have to remember it. Yeah. What, about, what about you? What about you? So, like, like this is the first book I've picked up in probably over. I think since we stopped the last season. Oh, Cat Williams. Cat Williams or yeah. comedy shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you also, see the whole thing the other day. 
was it about? I didn't even pick up. <laughs> no, the Catalans thing was wild. Uh, so basically, he is gunning for the whole industry. Yeah. The whole Hollywood industry kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's going for um, a guy called Ricky Smiley. Uh, he's going for Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart, all these kind of guys. Um, I saw like Christopher Martin and um, Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric the Entertainer, yeah. yeah. So all these guys here, yeah, he's like... You know, essentially his whole kind of thing, how, how it kind of started off with him, he's talking with this Shannon Sharp guy, which is an athlete, and he's kind of like, you know, they were on his podcast and they were talking about some stuff that he didn't like and bringing themselves up. Is that what he got podcast? No, no, he, it was on the Shannon Sharp podcast oh, okay. that he invited all these Ricky Smiley guys on and whatnot. Yeah. And he was like, these guys can't be talking like this. Yeah. Like they're, you know, yeah, yeah, up the, there. They're geniuses. Yeah, when some of them like have taken jokes and this and yeah. that. And he's like, and I'm I'm embarrassed by you allowing this to happen. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> you know, and he's I like, because you voice. can't promote people, an athlete, if he's on steroids, yeah. are you going to come up here and say they're the top 10 yeah, you know, yeah. this and that. And then so the question comes is like, okay, yeah, well, like Kevin Hart, for example, he's reached like this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, because he sold out. And then that's when that's the thing though. He kind of gets with like comedy, it's yeah. a lot about delivery, not just yeah. storytelling. No, yeah. The, and and in terms of like then that's when he kind of goes into like the whole Hollywood thing of like, you know, people have to do madnesses to get to it. So mm-hmm. and he talks about Ludacris having to do a madness and he said he's turned down hella money. Yeah. To uh, to make sure he's squeaky clean and he's you know integri- his integrity, integrity is isn't, yeah. Which is funny because there was a couple of <laughs> There was a video when you know when he was off the sea for a bit, he yeah. was doing madnesses. Yeah, he, he looks like a homeless guy. And, yeah, and he got beaten up by a fifteen year old kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were the headlock right that red naked. <laughs> the thing is, he's a small skinny guy, so you can't expect him to yeah. fight. But I mean, he's he's incredibly funny though. Yeah, yeah. I can't I, lie. I would say it's between him and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. time. Hundred percent. I haven't watched the new Dave Chappelle because I, I, I didn't think, think the last one was that funny. You know, which was the last one? Yeah, I think he dropped like last. It was you know he, he got the next big deal yeah. and he dropped like three in one. Mm. And those were decent, and then, then he dropped another one after. Mm. I, I don't know if it was two years ago or last year. Yeah, but yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that one like that. But yeah, this mm. one everyone's saying is good. But I will have to watch it because the, the last one everyone everyone's was good as well. Yeah, man. yeah. But Cat Williams, I find more funny because like but, his delivery, like Dave Chappelle's delivery. Yeah, like. I feel like when he got big, yeah. his delivery wasn't as funny. Like when he, was skinny, when he was skinny, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. especially the cracker jokes, they, yeah, they was, meant they hit a lot more. His delivery was insane. Yeah. His, his delivery was literally insane back then. Yeah. But like now, I, I feel like he's more like, I'm funny. We all know I'm funny mm. now. Uh, I want to make a joke. You're all going to laugh. Yeah. It, is, it might be a good no, joke. But you know one thing I was going to say, even with the Cat William things, the reason why I mentioned it, mm-hmm. um, not just because it was a funny podcast, but also because he was talking about something in the the thing to be fair he was he was gunning for kevin hart quite a lot they've had a little thing because yeah, 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 yeah. kevin hart just calls him bitter i'll gun, gun for kevin hart too and, yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> but he was talking about guys that should be at the top yeah are ones that are poignant with what they say yeah so it's one thing to like just tell a joke mm-hmm. um for the hell of it like and then i started thinking back to like some of the stuff kevin hart would talk about like there was one of his specials where he was in his house he was calling his daughter like uh scat essentially um because she liked boys and this and that and yeah, there was another one where he was talking about like a half deer half zebra running through the city and this yeah. and that and it's just like here's this junk food kind of comedy whereas yeah, like cat williams and dave Chappelle have that ability to 
kind of tell you the ironies of life yeah. through their jokes. Yeah. And uh, it's not just randomness. For the it's not just, yeah, it's kind of got a bit of sustenance to it. Yeah. So then again, it kind of like ties into that whole, like kind of how Phoebe kind of writes her stuff. And then mm. it's like, okay, so the comedy isn't, let me make you laugh. It's yeah. let me tell you a story. Yeah. And then you can kind of see the, the, the funniness in this kind of stuff, like Terry Pratchett, where he's, talking about the the normal tropes of fantasy yeah and he's like oh as guards here's the main character coming yeah we're gonna get our asses kicked because that's just what happens to guards you know and i was like damn that's a very good point yeah yeah so yeah so i'd say that's been kind of stuff that i've been looking more more so into kind of storytelling but also being funny for it because who was it that was saying i think was it ali abdal or something no i don't know where no it was actually chris doe Christo was saying, um, oh. I'll never forget, I put you on him. But you anyways, put me on him, man. I, you told me that yourself. He was in my radius, but... Nah, 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 I don't give a doubt. You told me I put you on. Anyways. <laughs> okay, maybe you did. So he was talking about like how everything that you should say should have, um, that audiences will remember mm-hmm. and will enjoy. It either contains facts, yeah. story, or, or humor, I think it was the last one. So if it has one too many of the other stuff, people won't really like it. Um, so if it's too factual, people, uh, if it's too, like, just here's funny, 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 people won't really kind of um, like it. Or if it's just too winded storytelling, people won't think, okay, you're just talking too much. So mm-hmm. it's about coupling that all into a nice thing and then giving that to, to it's like, people. It's like yeah. in the films when you see that, that one character that's, like, always waffling, like, yeah. man, I was late the other day. I was like, this, I can't. Uh, it's a hundred pounder. Yeah. yeah, the dumb guy, the guys. Those guys. Uh. Yeah, but, yeah. That's 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 very true. Um, and yeah, it's funny because like the whole Cat Williams stuff, mm. I, I felt like I agreed straight away. And then on Twitter, I saw someone post like a video of it was like a joke about um, bar malicious, bar malicious. Did you see that one? Bar malicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Chris, uh, sorry, the entertainer made a joke about yeah. it. Yeah. And then someone posted a joke that was made in like the 60s on, on TV by a yeah, black guy by saying else. the same, same thing, material. Yeah. So I was like, that's the funny thing because a lot of these um, jokes might have been presented by like, because obviously the comedy, uh, comedians, a lot of them have teams of writers mm. with them. So they, they probably proposed it. He might not even have known that. Mm, was, yeah. So he might probably, someone proposed this idea to him saying, I'll oh, do this malicious thing. Yeah. And he probably went, oh, that's cool. I did that. Yeah, 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 why it. not? Yeah. yeah. And for them, obviously there's, com- there's comedians and then there's comedy writers. Yeah. The reason why these comedy writers are there most of the time because they don't have the delivery the comedians have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why they have the, the, they work for the, like, it's a funny job because mm. you, you probably like to be in that kind of field, you know. I don't, I don't know if someone forces me to have to be funny or write something that's funny. That's when I'll crumble. Yeah, yeah. I can't, like, I'd be like, ah, oh. mm. I'd have to feel it. You mm. know what I mean? For it to, I can't sit down and write twenty jokes. Um, that's the thing. That's what they, that's exactly what they do. Like, yeah. and I hear like stand-up comedians talking about how they. That's why late night came is up. now tanking, and a lot of people don't like late night is because they've got. I've never read it like guys and it used to be good. I can't lie. I used to like it, and then they just got guys in a room and they're just like crank it out, crank it out, crank mm-hmm. it out, mm-hmm. and they have to come up for like twenty jokes a day, and it's it just loses the, the feels. Yeah, yeah. For me, in terms of like what I've been consuming, what inspired me. Like I've been, I haven't been been watching. I've been slowly watching Malcolm in. I've said it. I think I even yeah, said yeah, it yeah, yeah. last season. I don't remember. Was it last season? I remember you saying it. Yeah, it's been. A, <laughs> I've been watching it like the last couple of months. You know, I've been, I've been yeah. slowly consuming like one or two episodes yeah. every couple of days. Um, I'm on season four now. It's like eight, seven seasons, but it's still maintained its strength. I, I, I keep thinking when's it gonna spiral off? Like, yeah. But like for me, like the wittiness. 
like exactly what you're talking about in terms of the writers that they're talking about like a, a middle american family that, that isn't that rich yeah and like they're they're struggling with a lot like in that time as well the early 2000s a recession and all this mm. stuff they're struggling with like low-end jobs yeah. the dad and the mom and then they got four kids yeah. and then like a fifth kid comes in like like they're, they're just talking about all this stuff so it, like it it, it it relates to me it's funny because like like uh every day is chris related to me a lot growing up yeah. and then i watched mark in the middle and like as an adult now and i'm like yeah. i, I would have related to this a lot as well when i was younger but this is a lot more pg in it mm. But like the the writing style is just so clever. I always think like, how did they come up with this stuff okay, like repeatedly yeah. over and over? I, I feel like you should, as a kid, I completely forgot how it went. I just like, watching now as an adult. Watching now as an adult, I yeah. guarantee you like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with the that, it's just like they talk about all of society's ills and how like everything is just done in such a clever way. Yeah. Where like it's not just like it, he's called Malcolm in the middle because he's like the middle kid at the time, kid, yeah. and he's always complaining about things. Like he's always complaining, "Oh, my life's unfair." Yeah. Like literally, the theme song is "Life is Unfair." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, a theme as well. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's literally every single episode. He just he just complaining in it because yeah. he's a genius, and everyone else isn't. Right? Okay, yeah, so yeah. So he's always complaining like, "Oh man, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here with you, bums." Yeah, yeah. It's family. <laughs> it's family. A bunch of idiots, isn't it? But, yeah. but then you just see how life just repeatedly like hits him on the head, like doesn't matter if you're a genius mm. you still have to deal with all these things in life yeah and like obviously I, I wouldn't consider myself a genius but like in terms of like what i want to do and where i am isn't yeah. where i want to be oh. um so like coming to terms with a lot of things that he's dealing with as well it's just funny you know yeah so like that's why i keep thinking about how i process things how mm. i deal with things like there's even one episode with a therapist and they, they just drive the therapist like up the, up the wall yeah. in it. The, the kids in it but then the therapist like just starts hitting them with stuff yeah. so like it, it's just it's just funny i really enjoy it um but I've also been playing games a lot more. Mm. So, like, I've, I've completed, like, five games that the last few months. Like, I'm trying to... Because like, I've given up on online gaming, bro. Like, yeah. apart from FIFA, <laughs> I just don't have the time in me to dedicate to getting good at online games. Yeah. And if I don't play well, I'm not going to enjoy it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm solely playing, like, story storytelling games the uh, last few months. I've literally finished. Like, every month I've finished a game. Mm. Um, but recently I finished Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah. I told you about it. Um, I thought that was a good game, but... It was definitely like same old, same old. Same old yeah, yeah I, I heard before when I, before I got it that oh, this is, like, yeah. this is very, like they, they've actually improved there and like back to where it was back yeah. in the day. But it felt like it felt like I played the same game before. Bruh, that's the problem with Assassin's Creed, man. That's what I want. How to far ask. can you go with it? No, but, it's but like, you could just go. Like, everything just feels repetitive. Yeah, like the same guys you fight, the same kind of things you you just do. I think you know what broke them, mm. Black Flag. Yeah, it made it too good for you. I was like the the fact that I could just roam around mm -hmm. on a ship singing mm -hmm. sea shanties. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then after, then you kind of go back into. I think the next one I did after that was it Unity. It was Unity, which wasn't that bad, but if it was like really buggy, and then it was kind of back to how it was mm -hmm. inside this thing. You couldn't just travel about, and the world didn't seem as dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, but even now, for me, it's hard to get into story games. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I think, I don't know what happened. It cracked that Black Flag and it cracked that Far Cry 3. And those happened at the same time. Yeah. Um, you loved it. I remember you told me a lot. Far Cry 3 was amazing. Yeah. I yeah. went into the game not knowing what it was. The main character gets into the island not knowing what the island is. So I'm discovering the same time he is. And it was just like perfect synergy, you know? And then um, every other game I kind of played after that just felt... You know, mm -hmm. it's just kind of, uh, and I really liked Assassin's Creed games. I got Origins, played it for a bit, and it just felt same old repetitive again. Yeah, yeah, I felt that same way about this one. 
Um, so I'm trying to like continue playing one game a month yeah. like, just to give myself something to do. So like one of the things we talked about um, last episode, Ali Ab- well, the episode of Ali Abdal, right? Yeah. Um, uh, that book, it talked about like building your hobbies into your life. Mm. So I'm consciously trying to build in more hobbies into my life that, yeah. that I don't think about as monetary. Like even with like sewing, I talked about picking up a sewing machine. Yeah. yeah. Like, but that's because I do want to get into clothes design myself. Yeah. I don't know if I like I don't know how successful I'll be ever, but I, I want to get into it. So I've been consuming a lot of sewing content like on yeah, YouTube and TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that a lot. But I'm conscious like how many hobbies do I want that's, yeah. that are gonna be like monetary based or like, sometimes that well, that's what he, was, he was kind of talking about. Yeah. To actually have some stuff that isn't really monetary. Yeah, so like I, I know football is one for me. Uh, watching football, playing football, mm. and then uh, gaming is one for me. Yeah. But they're so, <laughs> I feel like because I've grown up doing that all the time. Yeah. Like they're just so obvious yeah. that I want something different. So yeah. then I start looking out for different things like rock climbing. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think, you, did you try it? No, I didn't. I think you actually enjoyed <clears throat> it. I, I, I did it a while ago. It was actually pretty decent. Yeah, I think it's good fun, man. Yeah. Um, fishing, good fun. Yeah. I want to keep on, like I want to try to do, do more of these things like mm. going forward, but scheduling in the min is just, quite difficult yeah but yeah it's all about like i said building the environment no, that you want to that you, you want to be able to do these things so yeah. that's something that i'm working towards this year um and i'm like consciously limiting myself okay one football uh, one video game a yeah. month don't buy anymore because I, I before i had a whole list of games yeah. like my steam library and stuff even on my playstation library and mm. i had them and i just never played them so now i'm like i'm gonna get one game i'll play it till i finish even if i don't like it i'll just finish it yeah so like, i banged that screen and like one week, Damn. even though I was not enjoying it, yeah, but I felt good about completing it. Mm. Um, so like the next game I'm gonna play is Spider Man 2. Like, I, I just want to keep on doing that, yeah. but also with books as well. And I can kind of do that as well. Just pick one book, like, but pick it with the intention and like the fact that I know that it, it might have some value in it and it's worth yeah. reading, and then move on. If I it, even if I finish it, and I don't like it, it, is what it is, and that's yeah. how life I feel like growing up was, yeah, like you, you picked up a game. Because you thought it would be good and then you played it, even if it might have been challenging or it might not have been as good, mm. but you still had the idea like, oh, I'm going to pick this game because I think it looks good. Damn right. It's not just about like hoarding stuff. Like I feel like as adults, we've kind of yeah. grown to become. Um, so I'm trying to like yeah, tap back into that that feeling, you know? Yeah, say less. No, and 100%. And that's definitely what I'll be definitely looking into doing as well. And mm-hmm. it's all part of the, like I said, aesthetic productivity. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, doing stuff that you enjoy. Um, that's the motive for for this year. Um, yes, so sir. yeah, that's been that's been us. Yeah, again, your boys from Paper Shows podcast. Like I said, this is a home for creatives, so feel welcome. You know, get yourselves comfortable. We got a long season ahead of us, um, and make sure you set up that environment that you need in order to make sure you achieve what you want this year. And um, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're consuming anything interesting, let us know. Hit us up. Let us know. Drop us a, a or if email. You have any recommendations? We'll definitely take them on. All our details in the description. And yeah, thank you very much for listening. See you guys in the next one. Thank you again for listening to our episode. And honestly, you guys have no idea how much it helps when you guys support, when you guys share, when you guys let us know what you thought of the episode. It keeps us going. But on top of that, it keeps the podcast going. Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work.